What you are listening to is real. The parties involved are not cool. They are actual geeks with a case pending in the court of public opinion. The party's case has been dismissed, and the dispute will be settled here on our podcast. There will be no lawyers. There will be no witness testimony. The judge's decisions are final. Hello, I'm Judge Ivan. I'm Judge Jonathan, and this is Geeks on Trial. Today's case, Collection Conundrum. Welcome to Geeks on Trial. This is the podcast where we settle petty disputes between actual geeks over movies, video games, board games, and more. If you'd like to submit your own geeky case for a future episode, you can email us at geeksontrial at gmail.com. You can also support us and the show over at patreon.com slash geeksontrial for just a few bucks a month, and you'll receive early access to both our audio and our video episodes before they're released to the general public. I hate that general public. Uh, I mean, if they give us money, I'll like them. I, well, then they become the elite. And that's oh. who I'm about. And where do the elite go to beat their... Anyway. That's fine. <laughs> anyway. Man, I'm a little bit tired. You know, the two of us... Look, it's the start of summertime, right? Yes. Technically, Is it yet? It is. Yep. Uh, maybe. I, Soon. It's warm. Soon. And uh, everyone is is doing their gallivanting these days. Oh, so much gallivanting. You know, I gallivanted not so long ago. You gallivanted, and I I, want to hear about the gallivanting. Oh, I gallivanted all the way to our countries, the nations, the United States capital. I went to Wyoming. No, I went to Washington, D.C. That stands for... You got me with that one. Data collection? I believe it's Washington Detective Comics. Data collect- that, like I'm that. more That's of good. a Washington Marvel guy, but I get it. So go on. It's funny. <laughs> it's funny. It would have been a good transition, but it's fine. So we went to, me and my partner Danny, went to Washington, D.C. for a long extended weekend. That's a, it's a Saturday, a Sunday, and a Monday. And we Not visited, a Friday, uh, though. The, no. Okay. We didn't do Friday. Go on. Because... Because, you know, screw Fridays. We ended up, we went to a few Smithsonian museums. We went to the Smithsonian Museum of American History. That's that's, that's where we saw the the ruby slippers from a little movie called Mad Max. Wow. What? No, uh, Wizard of Oz. We saw ruby slippers, ruby's slippers from Wizard of Oz. Right. I, ruby is yep. my favorite character from that movie. Mm-hmm. underrated character. Of course, they were they were Dorothy's ruby slippers and then we saw uh, Bill Nye's jacket, uh, his um his lab coat. His jacket's in there now. His jacket is in there now. It's next to Oscar the Grouch, which is th- okay, the, so on a serious note, the the that's finally the we museum, can get serious. <laughs> that section of the museum is very like it's very hodgepodge. Like there's no like it doesn't go by year, it doesn't go by date or anything. It's just kind of like here's some stuff from TV, movies, and music, and it's kind of all over the place. Um, mm. Who else? They had um, Archie and Edith's chair on display, which was really cool. Wait, Arthi, um, Archie and Edith's chair? Yep, they're right next to each other with the table in the middle. I knew Archie's chair was there. I didn't know the old dingbat got a chair. The old dingbat got her old dingy chair in the museum she now. She had a chair? Um, I thought she just... She had a chair. It was in the kitchen. It was... <laughs> listen, I didn't write the show. It was made 50 hey, years listen. ago. 
Speaking of kitchens, do you know who Julia Child is? I do. They have her entire kitchen in the museum, oh. like cut from her home, and it's kind of weird. Like the walls are there. They took her home <laughs> kitchen. It's in the museum there. Uh, they had Oscar the Grouch from Sesame Street in his can in the museum. And what else do they have there that was of note? Did they have some Star Trek um, stuff that you sh- showed me? They had the Star Trek. The Star Trek stuff was at the Air and Space Museum. They had the original mm. screen used um, Enterprise from the 60s version of uh, Star Trek, the original series. And they also had R2-D2 and C-3PO from one of the movies. I, mm. I, I'm assuming it was the original because he didn't have now. Okay, let me ask you this question, you, you fucking nerd. Whoa, he he didn't Dropping have the hard end bomb. Nerd, I'm talking about nerd. Sorry, is that too? We're explicit. Go on, it's fine. Everyone knows what I meant. He had the. He didn't have the red arm in this. When did red arm come up? Come red up, arm is that, that's that's not until the new movies. He never had a red arm. So that is. That is newer yeah, movies. Yeah. That he has a red arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so this, so this was from I think the original three, one of the original three movies. They had because I'm assuming they used the same costume in the, the the early days. I would think they probably had twenty of those things. Like, uh, you think for like the first movie they did? Maybe not the first movie. So yeah, I don't, I, I'm just wondering if they give that to them or if it's like, yeah, we made a replica of it. I, I think everything in the Smithsonian is original. Okay. Well, maybe they did then. So, but if they did, like, let's say they had three or four, it might have been, like, maybe one of the ones that wasn't used as often. But the Smithsonian, I feel like, since they're such a big museum complex, I think they're one of the, like, the top three, mu- like, the biggest museums in the world because there's technically, like, 12 museums that are part of the Smithsonian. I think they get a little, like, they get the extra, they get the the the, the cream of the crop, the mwah, mm. of uh, the movie collection the and stuff like that. The mwah the, the, of now, the, the movie collection. You've been there once before, right? Or is this... Once before, yes. And I, I went there and once you, man, several years ago. I don't think they had a lot of the stuff you're talking about. Well, when we went five years ago, they the, the entertainment area was closed for renovations. Oh. And I think it only reopened about a year ago. So we, that's. We didn't do the that entire museum. We did three or four museums our trip. We did the American History Museum, National Air and Space Museum, the Asian Museum, and um, the Portrait Museum. Now, wh- now which one was sorry. your favorite? The I like Air and Space, but half of it was closed. <laughs> but I, I do like the Portrait Museum because mm. I'm more of a – I like seeing paintings. I like seeing history. Where, like, the American History Museum – they have a lot of things there that's like, oh, um, the, the first car, the first diner was set up. The, they had the, um, I think it's Woolworths, the, mm. the Woolworths counter from the, um, where they, they the. Um, from the store. I, from the I Had a Dream speech, like where the, 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 they weren't allowed to sit at the counter. I forgot what that's called. Mm. He mentions Woolworths in that speech. <laughs> No, but like after the thing, they like the, the, the it was a coloreds only counter and the whites only counter, and they sat at the whites only counter. Okay, and it was a historical counter in a thing. Okay, I sound very no. white right now, <laughs> but it's fine. No, it's good. I, but, I think I think listeners probably assume you're black from your. They from do. Your Everyone does. <laughs> but the um, listeners may not know I, this either. But I'm white, so go on. What? Yeah. What? What? Yeah, I know. Um. 
but my favorite museum is probably the the Air and Space Museum because like they have full size real airplanes in this museum. We saw the uh, the Wright brothers, the original, the first airplane ever made, is in this museum, and it's 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 amazing because like oh they it this still holds up today. Like from I don't know a hundred years ago, it's still like active because like it's the first airplane to ever fly you would think that would have like crashed or like disintegrated at some point but no it's you know <laughs> they spray it down with a lot of preservatives oh yeah it's you can't eat it anymore <laughs> no. but one great thing so we went to the the um the presidential portrait museum which is part of the Smithsonian National Portrait Museum we're going through in order from 1 to what are we at now 45 uh, uh well it depends on who you count as a real president you <laughs> then then 45 okay so we're going through and we get down we saw the obama one which is amazing and then then we turn the corner 46? and and i don't know go on <laughs> I don't know. and and he's there mr mr trump himself and every other painting the, the, his painting okay <laughs> okay <laughs> they don't allow him back in that i assumed <laughs> it was this I wasn't sure if it was like a robot no. or a hologram. No, because I would have I would have kicked him. So every other president and past president has a painting there that somebody took time and painted. Not Trump. They have a picture. <laughs> it is a photograph, but the photograph because I think people have gone in there and like tried to take it down and deface it. There's like there's rip there's ropes around it. So you can't get near Trump's. Every other one you could like get face to face to and like look at. His you need to be like away from it. Isn't it wild how Trump just like the same thing uh happened at Disney World, you know, the Hall of Presidents, which for <laughs> many years was just, you know, it's where you went to take a 20 minute nap. It's just a bunch right. of boring president robots, but it's when they made the Trump robot like People would would cheer and other people would boo and it, be, it became just this shit show of partisan well, because, fighting. <laughs> because like he's like the first president in history that it's like it's either a cult on either side that either love him or absolutely hate him. Yeah, yeah. Like every other president's like okay he sucks but whatever but that's a different topic. And what but a great, it, I do. F but that really encapsulates you know you being in the heart of America, doesn't it? Right. It's true. <laughs> what Disney or DC? <laughs> D D Disney? Uh-oh. Disney? Oh, I'm starting to see. I'm starting to see between the lines here. Maybe the corporations oh, are the ones who really oh. own this country. They do? Wait a minute. I think they do. DC is a district. Right. <laughs> it's not really a state. It's not a town. It's not. It's weird because they have their own police. Yeah. And like I was I was we were talking I'm like so like is the president like the mayor of DC and I'm like no they have their own mayor. Mm. I'm like so yeah. that's like two like I would be scared to be the on the the panel or like the board of DC or like the mayor because like do you just answer directly to the president. <laughs> I think I don't know how our country Yeah, I believe works. that is how it works. It is yeah, it's pretty it scary. Goes. DC the, DC is like the president's backyard. Right. He runs it out there. Oh, he runs around naked constantly. He's always walking the dog. But one great thing, like when we went five years ago, Trump, Trump, Trump was I just, I'm president. I'm confused at my own things that I'm saying. I'm like, I don't know. It wasn't a joke. <laughs> so like when Trump was president, we weren't allowed to approach the White House. Right. There was a cinder block wall three blocks away that you couldn't even get towards the fence. And there was nobody there. People were like looking at it going, oh, there it is. 
when we went, I was able to walk right up to the gates of the White House. And like, there's a guy like playing music out front, like between the last president and this president, it's two drastically different scenes of like people yeah. and enjoyment. Yeah, I mean, the last time I was there, I did get, uh, they, I did get to go pretty deep inside. I was, I was up at the, that, you can't oh, say that <laughs> I was, I went in the Oval Office. I went in the, in the, you know, the, where Nancy Pelosi usually hangs out. Wait, what, what day was that? Um, it was sometime in Jan- that- early January. Oh boy, that's you so, do you have to go to court? <laughs> Shouldn't not, you be in? No, I, nobody said anything to me yet. You see, mm, I mean, you look like somebody who would be there, shaved head. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. Let me get. My, I do have my Viking helmet over here. <laughs> do you have? Do you have your fur coat and your like pitchfork and piece of a desk? <laughs> yeah, I got. Anyway, I got all that. So when you went to DC, do you remember what museums? No, you went. To? I went to a lot of those. I think I probably I definitely did air and space and the media one, whatever that was called. <laughs> I think that's just the American history. Oh, American history. But it's yeah. like I don't know if you're like me at all with museums, but like I'm always like, oh yeah, we can do like two museums in one day. Museums take a lot more time than you think. Yeah, it depends on what the museum is, but yeah, and and how much you're willing to. So, because some people will just be like. There it is. And then they just walk through till they get to the end. Like it's a checklist. Like I finished it. <laughs> like Ferris Bueller's day off. Like there's okay. There it is. Okay. There, you know, but I like, like me and Danny, my partner, like I, we like reading the plaques. We like looking at it. Like I'm there for like the history of it. Like, like in the Asian history museum, some of the stuff was made in like year one. Yeah. Like you were in the same room as something that was made billions of years ago. Not, you know, yeah. I don't know. Which is better than most of the shit we have in America that's from, like, last week. Right. Falling apart already. It doesn't get built the way it used to. Okay, but... <laughs> and in some ways, a museum, what's great about a museum, you could say, is it's it's kind of like a very large collection. Right. That, it's a very big collection that it might be outgrowing its building. Sometimes you have to get new wings installed or right. even move things to a whole new museum. From museum, put them in boxes and, you know... Somebody has to, it gets dusty. Right. So, like comic books. That, well, it's weird that you said that, but that does Why? relate a little bit to today's case, which now that we've had the fun and glamour of your trip to DC out of the way, we can officially get down to brass tacks and talk about some actual justice and law and order that needs to be dealt out in this country. Oh, you definitely don't go to DC for that. No, you do not. You come to Geeks on Trial. Friends, today's case comes to us from the internet. You can find a link in our episode description. Our defendant today is Martina, who is married to her husband, Tyler. And Tyler happens to be a big-time comic book collector. In fact, Mm -hmm. at the start of their relationship, their marriage, I should say, Tyler said that he had stopped collecting comic books at one point because his collection got out of hand. But Martina is encouraging and says, go ahead, pick it back up. We'll find a place for them as long as it doesn't get too crazy. Cut to 10 years later. Go ahead, go ahead. 10 years of marriage later, every spare inch of their apartment littered with boxes of comics. They're in filing cabinets. They're on the floor. They're in the closets. They're coming out the wazoo. And Martina is now objecting a little bit to this collection. She thinks mainly on the basis that Tyler is reading a comic once 
putting it in storage, and then never taking it out again, essentially. She thinks it's maybe time to start cutting back on the collecting. Now, as dual judges here on Geeks on Trial, it's our job to determine whether this makes Martina the Queena of Mina, or if Tyler's desires are better off on fire. Ooh, des- I like that desires one. Desires being comics. Because, oh, you shouldn't burn comics. Uh, yeah, I guess that does the book burning apply to comic books as well? Oh, I'm sure at one time there was a comic burning thing because comics are some comics can get dark and 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 unreligious. <laughs> yeah, all those R. Crumb books. Those My, especially dirty, that comic, the, the one I wrote, uh, the anti-religion man. That's what it's called. Anti-religion man. Yeah, it didn't do very well. <laughs> no, no. They wrote they, 600 copies, but it didn't do well. Yeah. Volumes? 600 volumes. Because I guess a copy would be multiple copies of the first one. Mm-hmm. So volume. Sure. Issues, maybe, is what you're looking for. Yes, I have plenty. You know who did so, collect a lot of those was Ricky Gervais. All right. So, we, so we're talking about comic book collecting today. And now this is, yes. this is something that could really... I think this is a common issue in almost every nerdy, geeky subculture because collecting in general really is a something that's almost at the core of being a right. geek, right? I mean, it, I, I, it's, it's almost impossible for me to think of a geeky hobby that doesn't in some way or form include collecting. Now, yeah, some, some things it, are digital or I don't see if to me collecting, I like a, I don't count a digital collection. Like mm. I have over 10 million games in my Steam library, but I don't count that as a collection because it's non-tangible. Well, what about this? Because I would even say, I agree, there's two different, it's kind of like a subcategory, but you could, I think the mentality is similar where even someone who's just like a big movie buff you could still, in a way, you're collecting the movies you see. <laughs> it's not, so it is different from actually having a tangible object, but as you could kind of boil them both down to the practice of, I don't, you know, like you're, there are things that you mm. check off a list that you either have or have done. And that's what brings you satisfaction. It's like, I have every comic, or I've seen every movie, or I've been to every, uh, you know, what, whatever statue theme park. is, theme park, state. Uh, you're, you're, maybe you're collecting experiences. Uh, or there's... I don't know. See, like, yeah. to me, a collection is very much a, a thing. A, a an item, a thing that you hang on to, something that because collecting in the end is about you collect something and then later on potentially sell it because you want to keep it in pristine condition and later on, in my brain, sell it down the road or use it again or something like that, which is something that gets brought up in today's case. That's certainly, I feel like even if you're someone who has no intention of selling your collection, a big part of having the collection 
is keeping it in the best condition you can just in case. Usually, not always. But what do you And I also feel like like a collection is like when you somebody's like, "Oh yeah, I'm going to sell this down the road, so it has to be pristine." It's 9 times out of 10 is a lie you tell yourself. <laughs> yeah, that could be true. I mean, there, I'm sure there are some people who collect stuff just to sell it, but I right. that's almost that's a different category to me than the people who collect it for the love of the collection. Right. Uh, do you what do you collect? Do you collect anything? Have you ever had like a collection, so to speak? I don't. I don't know. Like I have multiple collections. Like I'm looking. Like all my collections are like around me now. But like like I have a vast DVD and Blu-ray collection. But I don't know if like I don't actively like seek out a rare Blu-ray. Like it's a collection because I like movies and I have a lot of them. But I don't like. They're not in a case. Like I don't keep the wrapping on them. I don't like it's it. A usable collection, I guess you would say. Um, old cameras would be the biggest thing. Because, like, I go out and buy, like, if I go to a flea market and stuff, I will buy an old camera that actually, well, I could just do this right here. <laughs> You're not using one right now? Oh, for our audio like listeners, this is, an, cameras. this is an old camera. What is that, a 16 it's, millimeter? It's a it's a regular photo camera. Oh, it's okay. a uh, medium, medium format Kodak duplex two camera. And a little thing pops up on the top. Oh yeah. Look at that. looks like, it looks like an so, old yeah. timey thing. It's a little rectangle. It is, yeah. <laughs> I think it's probably like 50 years old at this point. I don't know. Ages, but yeah. So like that would be like my major collection. What about you? What do you, what do you collect? I mean, I know, but what do you collect? Well, it was interesting. The, when you were discussing before about whether or not, you know, the movie collection counts or not, I have seen people uh, in the board game community use a, a term to distinguish between board game collections and a board game library. <laughs> and okay. they'll call a library, like, you know, the games they actually play, as opposed to people who collect tend to, I think often is the case, if you have a collection, it usually is something that just sits on a shelf. Which I understand that, because, like, I, I have a lot of books, but I don't see, like, I don't collect books. Right. And, and like like you said with movies, I'm the same way. And you might look at my shelves and say, oh, you collect board games. But like you said, I don't feel like it's not like I'm going out on eBay looking for rare board games. Right. You know, um, I, I have a handful of um, Ami Nintendo Amiibos, but I'm not I don't I'm not trying to complete my collection of Amiibos. I'm not. Right. Uh, so I don't know that there is anything in my life that I have in a way that's like, oh, I'm organized. You know, I mean, I collect um, movie ticket stubs. I have a... Right. I have a, I have books of movie stubs going back to however long ago, a decade or more that I started collecting them. Uh, but that, like, I guess that is a collection, but it's also not a... You're right, because, like, a collection, like, it, you don't have a completed list. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's different, there's different kinds of collections. There's different levels. Right. There's different categories. Now, very relevant to today's case, my own father, my papa, Your papa? my papa, he is a comic book collector. At least actually he's stopped very recently, but I'll, I, I could talk about it. Uh, my, hmm. yeah, my dad, since I was a kid has been a big comic book collector. He has, thousands of comics a lot like Tyler in today's case and also kind of similarly this is a true story uh when my mom and dad first got married or early bef maybe uh, before they did 
my mom basically said to my dad, you should, yeah, you should get a hobby. <laughs> and the hobby he chose was collecting comic books. And because right. I, you know, he read them as a kid, I guess. I don't know. I don't right. talk to, I've never asked him about it because I don't care. He's a very boring man. But his, uh, and since then he has, he has for many years, he would go into the comic book store every week, just like many people do, pick up the new releases from the series that interests him. He would read them once. And then he puts them away in a in a sleeve and in a box, organized, labeled. Eventually, now now he has a whole basement basically with a filing system full of boxes of comic books. He has it very poorly organized on a giant Word document that is a, oh, an absolute nightmare. Nightmare. I've oh, God. I have tried I've tried to help him uh, in the past. Uh, he's he's uh, asked for my assistance in you know organizing and it's just like i'm like you need a spreadsheet or something he literally just has a word doc it's like written out in a some system that only he understands right well i've done that with my dvds i i bought a um a scanner gun that's usb and there's a program i forgot what it's called and mm. you scan every barcode on all your dvds and blu-rays and it puts them in order and it also downloads the um the imdb info for said movie so you can like search and see what movies you have and it's it's kind of cool um i've haven't done like i have a bunch of movies that i haven't uploaded because i don't want to do it for like oh i bought a new movie let me go home bloop, and then put it on the shelf yeah see i feel like that's kind of like what uh letterboxd is too you know i know you're saying like yep. you know it's digital is like whether or not it's a collection but again i feel like it's in this a similar place where right. it, there's something satisfying to the human brain about making it official and logging it somewhere. So you don't forget and being like, I did this thing. It's, it's on right. record now. But I, just in case I forget my memory someday or whatever, I can be like, Oh, look, I saw this movie on June, you know, whatever. And, <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. what I love about. That's what I do with my stubs is I'll flip it open. Now, one good thing about a comic collection. Now your dad, I've seen a portion of this comic collection years ago. Mm -hmm. And me and your dad hang out. We exchange emails. We go to comic book cons all the time. Yeah. Um, love those comic, comic book cons. Book not comic cons. cons. <laughs> you really love them. <laughs> so a comic is what, what would you say? Like eight inches by like four. Um, and it's very, yeah, they're, 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 uh, yeah, I would, I would say they're more like maybe 15 or 16 inches. They're huge. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying to me, that oh, looks more like huh. 15 or 16. Like, well, oh, you're, well, I would say eight inches is maybe half of a comic book length. Oh, so do you measure what, where, how far back you start do you measure from the from? base? <laughs> right. But where to you is the base? Oh, you know, like you're holding the comic out with your arm and you kind of start uh -huh. like down at the arm. Oh, you start out, at the elbow and then go the all comic. the way to the, yeah, the tip of the comic. From your hand at the edge. Okay, no, you filthy animal. So a comic like some people like like okay, Jay Leno. Jay Leno collects. Jay, hello. I got cars. I got. Hey, you know I collect cars. I I killed Jay Leno. Jay Leno collects classic cars. That is a much bigger thing to collect. Yeah, well that that's a big that's a big thing. Like the the you can collect many things, but certain things take up more space than others. Right. And comics and like my DVD collection, a DVD doesn't take up that much space. But like, but you, because you even you have a board game library collection versus your DVD collection. 
I'm sure you have more DVDs than board games, yet your board games take up an entire wall of your apartment. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Now, we are also not, you know, I, I'm sure there are those people out there, like with comic books, who might go out every week and literally just buy every new Blu-ray. <laughs> <laughs> you know, true. Like, yeah. Uh, so that if you're really into it, that could add up quick. Well, that's it. Yeah. Because like, you, so let's bring your father into this again. Hold on. Does let me he... get him on the line. Okay. <laughs> hey. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you shouldn't talk to your father like that. <laughs> uh... Hi, uh, sir. Uh, so. Do, what comics do you collect? Oh, everything. Oh, okay. thank you. Have a good day. <laughs> I'll, tra- Happy I'll, Father's I'll day. translate for my dad. Uh, so, like, does he collect every comic? Or, like, like most collectors, does he have, like, a specific story? He is a story? DC guy. Like you. Okay. Like you. With He would love your trip to Washington. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, yes, he's he's a DC guy. He's His main things are Superman and Batman. Uh, okay. He will branch out into other areas too, but he will do at least he, uh, like I said, he actually, his, his comic book store that he used to go to shut down a year or two ago. And that was basically because huh. he had such a good relationship with those store owners that he, you know, like that right. he went in there every week. They knew him by name. They would tell him stuff was coming in. So he kind of took that as his sign to just bow out. Oh, that's sad. Sad, sad. Uh, but, They've been running this shop for for years and years. But yeah, that he would though, you know, for some for certain series and those issues, you know, there's variants that come out. So right, like one comic will come out, but then there's four alternate covers, or maybe there's a first oh. edition, maybe there's a signed would he, copy. Would he buy? Them yeah, all? Oh, he'd buy them all. He'd buy them all. So because uh, you never know, one of those is going to be the one that's worth a million dollars someday. Well, that's my thing. Okay, so does your father collect them for resale value later on down the line, or is it just because he can collect them? So it's a good question. I don't know initially what the impetus was. I I don't think he was like, oh, this is for the mo-. maybe partially, but he also did just does just genuinely enjoy reading comics. Reading. Right. But at at some point, certainly it became uh, if and when he leaves this earthly coil. Mm-hmm. That's not exactly how that phrase goes. He no, uh, when he dies, <laughs> that's what it is. That's when he kicks the bucket. He would mm-hmm. leave his collection to me and my sister, my sister and I, right. my sister and me. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. My brother Good and show me. on Nickelodeon in the 90s, yep. <laughs> um, and so, you know, that's that certainly became a part of it is like this will be whatever you, the money you can get for this. He's assuming my sister and I will sell that collection right. the way perhaps Martina wants Tyler to do. Right. And and I guess in, in a sense, like comics, it, we don't know how much Tyler – how many comics he reads per month. If it's like, okay, it's just the baseline Spider-Man comic, fine. It's one comic, maybe three a week or a month. Are comics Comics weekly or are weekly. So it's I it sounds like he's going every week to pick up at least a few comics, but So if you think about that, that's maybe like twelve comics a month. Easily. That's not terrible. That's not because if you think about it, that's you know, 
about that many comics? <laughs> yeah. So what is that, about 12? That's about 12 inches worth of comics. Yeah, that's about 12 inches you're holding right. up with your fingers, people can see. Um, and, uh, yeah, it, it can add up. I mean, it depends. And that's, now, an average comic these days, I want to say is three ninety nine, but they maybe even be four ninety nine sometimes now. I think it depends, yeah, between like 3 and $5. So, uh, you know, you're spending at least 50 bucks a month, but you could easily do double that if you're, depending on how much you're collecting. I mean, it, right. or more. <laughs> like, it, it wouldn't be hard. And and plus, you know, the, the backing, the bags, and the boxes are also in that credit, that, that money as well. Right. Oh, yeah, right. You got you to pay for the boxes. You got to pay for the store, all the storage solutions, too. That's for sure. Because I think uh, the local comic book shop when I was in high school, the one in uh, Comic Fortress, it's um, you, you buy the comic, then the bag is twenty five cents, and the backing is like ten cents. Mm. Yeah. Because I, I I would have them bag it and box it right there, instead of me buying a whole bunch of uh, stuff and doing it myself, because I'm uh, lazy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, why not? You might you might as well get that done. I'm sure you could probably go on Amazon and order in bulk, and it'd be cheaper. Yeah. Uh, they're not the, I mean, in terms of expense, any hobby can be expensive if you're collecting stuff. Right. I, I don't think comics are the most expensive nor the most space take up or V, but yep. uh, they, but again, like any hobby, they can be like, if you, it depends on how extreme you get it, And especially because, you know, it may not seem like so much here, so much there when you're buying them, but you're thinking about, are, are these comics going on shelves? Some of them are in boxes, they're in cabinets. It can get out of control. You, you do that for a few years, it can get out of control. <laughs> right, because if you buy, let's say, 10 comics a month for a year, that's 120 comics every year. And that's, I don't know how big those boxes are. Like that might be a box a year. Yeah. The, I, I, I have a few myself back there. Me too, but I can't actually remember how big they are, <laughs> but yeah, that, so that could be like one box every year and they're very heavy because paper is dense. Um, so yeah, so that can take up room, but like, once again, we don't know how many comics out of pop he's buying. Um, we know there's a lot now, but there's a lot now. Um, so, let me bring this into the real world situation. You have a massive board game oh, library. Okay. Yeah. No, calm down. Is that, you measure it's from again? at anyway. least 16 inches of board games. At least 16 inches. So if someone were to come into your life, a significant other, a partner, whatever, and said, I'd like to see him try, you know, we have a lot of, there's a lot of room here. This takes up a wall. Why don't you sell some of your collection? Would you? Well, I mean, I kind of, I kind of beat them to it because I, I already uh, a, a year or two ago went through that myself of deciding I have too many board games. I got to get rid of a bunch of them. Uh, well, mm -hmm. that was I feel like that was different because like a lot of those games weren't they were yours, but they weren't like games that you played often or like games that you had any attachment. Sure. To. Well, I feel like that's the point is I think that's what what happens in a, with a collection is you usually it's again, it's different. It's hard to compare because it's different for every kind of collection is not right. one to one, but you can only, you only have so much time to play so many board games. <laughs> so right. at a certain point I was like, well, these can go in the closet cause they don't come out that much. And then you're like, well, if it's in the closet, what do I really need it? Or I have four, 
deck building games. Do I need four deck building games? Right. Or maybe I'll need one. Or like, like Love Letter. Like, okay, I have three skinned versions of this game. It's the same game. Do I really need to have, you know? Yeah, yeah. Or like this. I get How that. big is this game to, you know, is it worth the amount of shelf real estate it takes up? Right. And that's part of the argument here is, is a comic collection more or less valid? I, would it be better for Martina if Tyler was every week actually going back and reading old comics and referencing them and making use of them. Right. I, and I don't know. Uh, I, I, Cause that's such a, uh, that's a hard thing. Like, you know, I have a lot of, like you said, we have a lot of movies, but uh, how often are you going back and watching an old movie? Maybe you are maybe fairly often. I, I don't well, know. that's the thing too, with my movie library or movie collection for a while, I would just kind of just go buy movies. I'd be like, oh, I'll watch this. This might be funny. And like, I would be buying like five or six movies a month or more. But now it's like, I'm only buying Criterion Collection movies. I'm only buying movies that I actually love and that I want to own. Because now in a digital age, mm-hmm. we can get movies anywhere online. Yeah, I've, I've come to a pretty similar place uh, to you on that front. But I also think movies are more... A movie is more rewatchable to me. It's a complete story yeah. usually from start to finish. You're it's it's very rare I think that you're going to be like I feel like reading issue 384 of Spider-Man today. It's like right. uh like there's probably certain story arcs that you might go back to like the major ones out of nostalgia but because they come out so frequently and because they're all right. ongoing at least we're th- I'm thinking about superheroes here primarily which is the bulk of most, if you're collecting comics, that's probably what you're doing. Right. Uh, they are more, I don't really want to use this word, but they are more disposable a lot of the time. Yeah. Uh, the, also, a lot of the times in comics, you know, stuff will just happen and then gets undone or doesn't matter. And It's filler. It's, yeah. Now, I'm also thinking of modern comics because there might be people who strictly collect classic comics that are going to be worth a lot more and maybe at least today looking back feel like they have more cultural value to them now let me ask you this question that we've brought up before either on the show or in real life books check them out can you read no it's um, hard but when i read a book because it's so rare now that i actually have time to read a book or you know the add doesn't kick in when I read a book, I want the physical copy, depending on what the book is, because it's like a trophy to me. I finished this book, let me put it on my bookshelf, and there it is. Would you feel the same way like about books as you would with comics? Hmm. Like, would you eventually like, oh, let me throw these books away? Well, that is... Um, or sell them. Uh, well, just, you're talking to ask me about books now in general. I mean, books right. v. comic books, there's, there's definitely thoughts there. I, I did get rid of some of my books also uh, not that long ago. Um, mainly just older stuff that I realized I'm never going to read this again. Or like childhood. Yeah. Stuff like that, that I was just like, do I really love it? And, but most of it though, it it, it comes down to space Mm because in a theoretical world where I just had a unlimited giant storage area, I probably would never get rid of anything. (laughs) Well, that's the other thing too. And like, so you live in, you don't, you're not in a house, Mm -hmm. so you have, Storage problems, let's say. Yeah, there's Would a limit. Would you ever consider getting a storage unit? 
I, I, or do you think at that point you'd be putting it away is basically I'm never playing. Yeah. I'm not, I'm at least where I am right now in my life. I'm like, eh, if it's, if I'm going to put it in a unit, get, get rid of it. I don't, I don't need it that right. bad. Uh, Speaking of units. So where do you measure from? Oh, so on, yeah, I would start from mostly towards the, the hammer end. Yeah. Like a few, like a few feet past the hammer, like <laughs> past the hammer. Okay. To the, to so the yeah, because like, so, like, I have a storage unit, but that's because, like, I have furniture for a future home. And, like, we have stuff in there that, like, okay, we are going to use eventually. But you're right, though. Like, if I were to put my DVDs in a storage unit, I'm not watching those again. Right. Yeah. You make that um, choice. And now you kind of touched on a little bit the idea of digital for books as well. And that is something... Uh, for comics, that's a possibility. There are digital comics. Right. I do feel that the it, much different. Whereas a like an ebook to me, sure you can make an argument. It's not the same as reading a real book, but it, it's a it's a much better approximation in my opinion than a digital comic. That's that's hard. I, it's that's to me very different. I almost don't want to read a digital comic over a because a digital comic in Maybe if it was before the age of web comics, it would have been different. Hmm. But now, with like, if you read a digital comic, like a digital version of a comic book yeah. through I forgot the one website, Comicology or something like that, it feels like oh, I'm just reading a web comic. Why am I paying for this? <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's part of it. Yeah, there's there's a there's a psychological thing of I shouldn't be I should be paying less. Well, they do have some subscription services now. Marvel and they DC do. both have that, but. But that is a potential space saver. But then it's like, kind of like you said, are you really, what are you collecting? Especially if it's a subscription right. service, then it's I, presumably like Netflix, they can yank it from you anytime you stop paying. Right. But like, so like, like your father, your father has the mindset now in his older age that he will potentially sell these or pass them along to you for either a collection or selling or whatever. So there's an investment in it. Where, like, if you collect something digital, at that point, it is literally disposable. Meat. Oh, yeah. There's no, there's nothing you can because, do Because, like, that. it's not saved to your hard drive. Your hard drive dies. You don't have this digital medium. You don't have this thing. It's non-tangible. It's a non-tangible object. Well, I'm glad you brought this up because I really, what I really want to talk about today is what I think is maybe the future of, uh, in many ways and could directly address this issue. It's a little thing called NFTs. Have you heard of those? No, please inform me. Well, do you know how uh, can you um, all your tokens that you have are fungible and you hate that? Oh, uh, what's a token? Exactly. But these new tokens, none mm -hmm. of that business. You cannot funge them oh. for shit. And I think Oh, so I can't funge them. No non-fungible. That's what's probably could help in this situation. How much money would I have to pay to fund all these? of it? All of you it. You will have to pay all of your money. All of my money. Now, You'll uh, get it back, mm, though. Mm, will I? I will. I'll send you, you a link but later. What, oh, and what if I lose that link? Is it still fungible? <laughs> the link is fungible. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, that's the one thing we haven't been able to conquer yet. It's all on the blockchain. I'll tell you about it tomorrow. But what's a blockchain? Is that like a... Is that like a Bitcoin? It's uh, it's sort of like a Bitcoin, which is kind of like a Dogecoin. Oh. Which is a little bit like real money, but not. What's money? I think we should get back to the case at hand here directly. <laughs> and we need okay. to decide, well, at what point is it okay to say to your SO, 
get this S.O. of here. I tried. Mm. Now, is there is what, there okay, a the, point where is where it's justified to be like, look, I know this is your hobby. I know you like it, but come on. <laughs> but there's OK. So in my opinion, there's a difference. If you're hobby and your collection turns into hoarding. <laughs> where's that? That's where's different. that line? Like, that line's different for everybody, I think. See, in my opinion, a collection and hoarding is... So he has a distinct thing that he is collecting. He is taking time and putting them into a bags where a hoarder is somebody who is like, oh, yeah, I'm just saving this pile of magazines that I might read someday. And it's not in a box. It's not cataloged. It's not, you know, meticulously put away. Which it sounds like, you know, he has filing cabinets. He has boxes. He has whatever. I honestly... I would let him do that. I would be like, fine, as long as it's not... You know, it's not an expensive thing. Like, he's not going out and buying a Ferrari every time it comes out. It's it's a relatively cheap-ish collection. It's, you know, it might take up room, but that's something where you, like, talk as a couple. Like, okay, we might have a f- spend a, h- a few hundred dollars every month, and let's get a storage unit. Or talk to the, the landlord and be like, hey, can we use the attic or the basement to store this kind of stuff? Because a comic collection, it may take up space, but it's not an unwieldy amount of space. It's not like you're collecting major thing like you're not collecting computers or or you know arcade machines or something that take up full rooms so to me like a comic collection a stamp collection a coin collection those are small collections and they're not annoying they're not you know they're not like funko pop collections where it's like <laughs> a large thing. i do think the com the like a stamp collection could literally fit in a book you know what i mean like the the comics the space is the real issue here i mean that can get out get unwieldy as it has in this scenario but i mean like you said there are there are certainly solutions there are certainly compromises but i mean there's got to be a limit for you somewhere though like there's got to be a limit where you know you don't have a couch anymore you sit on comic book boxes oh absolutely (laughs) but that's where you start thinking of a storage unit okay like that's literally what those are for and my thing is if he is enjoying reading them and actually is opening the books and turning the pages mm-hmm. every week. Mm-hmm. That's fine. But if he's just, oh, let me go buy this Batman comic, put it right in the box and never reads it, that's a problem. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because, like, he is, you know, this is his entertainment. Yeah. You know, like, like when you do a budget, you have to you slot in, like, your, your entertainment budget. This is his enjoyment. Now, it did say that, um, does, does she have any kind of hobbies or anything, or that just never came up in the story? No, she uh, just sits at home and stares at a blank wall. <laughs> Which is covered in comic books. It is? Oh, the I, blank- right. Sorry. I thought you meant that staring at a blank wall was, that subject matter was covered in comic books. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure at some point, some comic somewhere. Was yeah, blank wall, man. Blank wall. Oh. Which huh. was, I believe was the nemesis to anti-religion, man. It's true. They fought, and it was a it was a twelve comic arch, arc. Yeah, it's an arc. arc. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's an arch well, nemesis. <laughs> well, it, it's also we in, we invited Archie from the Archie comics into it. Jughead, you made it work. Veronica, it's Veronica from the Archie verse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that uh, is one of them. Continue. Yeah, Betty. <laughs> Betty. Yeah. So I, I I mean I agree with you. He's yeah. getting some entertainment out of it. Uh, it's it's honestly is a hard thing for me because obviously I don't want to stifle anybody and be like don't 
collect the thing that you enjoy collecting. I, I, I understand it as a, as a geek. I get right. that urge to want to do that and it makes you happy. And again, there are far more expensive, far more outlandish and right. stupid things you can collect. Uh, if this if this case was about Funko Pops, I'd be throwing the right. book at him in a minute. But oh, and that's the other. Like, it sounds like he's collecting new comics, so he's not going out and getting the first comic and spending like a hundred thousand dollars or having them graded. And all that stuff, At least which not costs that we're hearing quite a about. bit of money. Yeah, I don't know that. Right. That could be part of it. Like again, like my dad kind of does both. Like he, right. he he mainly you know he'll get the week to week because they're easier to access. But he will go on eBay and he'll pay some here and there for an old Batman or whatever if it shows up. Now I don't know if either your father or Tyler does this, but do they just buy a single version, or do they buy one to read? Want to put away? Oh, uh, my dad just 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 as one. Yeah, he doesn't. He'll... Which that makes sense. Like if he was getting double, yeah, that would be. That's another insane. level of intensity. There's also like for me, I've also come to a place where I mean, this doesn't always happen. Only for the more popular comics, but I, I'm a fan of the collected graphic novels. Not even necessarily the graphic novel, but just like when they start putting six issues in one paperback. Right. It, it's easier to read, too, because I'm, I'm, I'm one of those people who doesn't like cliffhangers or waiting. <laughs> so if I could, like, binge read a whole bunch of comics, that would be enjoyable. Yeah, so that that's that's I don't know if that really helps your space issue or your money issue, but <laughs> it's another option. Now, I did. I was thinking as you were talking, I wasn't listening. Um, if he's OK, fine. So, like, maybe he collects uh, 10 versions, 10 different series. If there is a series that he maybe doesn't fully enjoy Maybe, you know, go back and, and willingly sell, put, put the, the wife, girlfriend at bay and be like, listen, I'll sell one of these series and maybe free up some space, but I'm going to keep collecting one through nine and I'll get rid of 10. Yeah. Yeah. Like there has to be some compromise to any relationship, but like to be like, Hey, I don't want you to do this anymore. It's taking up too much space. Get rid of all, you know, 400 boxes you have sitting here. <laughs> right, right. Which I don't think is what Martina is saying, you know. I, 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 no. she, she's just saying, like, what are what's the end game here? I think she's looking around and saying, where does this stop? Because we're getting to the point where we might be hitting critical mass on this. And, are, like, are, are you going to sell these? And, uh, you know, he says no. He's, he's no plans to sell any of them ever. Uh, but yeah, like you said, maybe you can narrow it down to some of your favorites only, like the ones that right. really mean the most to you. Or maybe another uh, option that, again, kind of doesn't, it helps in one way, but not in another. If the issue is that he doesn't use the old ones, maybe you can find some kind of way to, maybe you start an Instagram account or something and you actually, you know, take those old comics out, post pictures of them, or you write a blog about them or Something right. to YouTube make use video. of them. Yeah, like like make it. But more don't a make a podcast. No, that's that's already no. covered. There's too many. No, no more podcasts. We're the last please. one. We got right in at the end of the line. We got. Yep. Now, and another thing I was thinking of too is like, okay, I think he's. Uh, we, what is he like? Thirty eight. They're in their thirties or something. Yeah. There could be a potential of having a family, children. You know, maybe he wants to share his his hobby down the line with you know the the the, 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 the wee one. And they could read Wee comics Man? together. In that case, yep, yeah, from Jackass. Jackass? <laughs> yeah. They, that could be another thing, too. Like, okay, fine. Because I'm sure you've 
enjoyed your dad's comic collection or is it like you're not touching these? Uh, I don't really touch the ones he collects, but he okay. would, he used to for many years, like he knows that I like Spider-Man. He's not really a Marvel guy, whereas I am. So like he would buy some Spider-Man comics just for me to read. Then he would put them into his collection. Okay. Uh, well, hold on to them for you. Yeah. And I, I have some too, or like some Star Wars comics or some other stuff that he knows that I would be interested in that he, right. that he probably wouldn't buy. But like, I mean, I don't know if I really asked him and I was like, can I read some of these comics? I'm sure he would let me just say, be careful. Although, uh, there's probably some he has, he does have a few that are like vintage comics that he's like, right. You're not, you're not touching those ones, <laughs> which makes sense because like, you don't want to get the, the oils of your dirty hands on there because you don't wash your hands. Yes. Well, if I'm reading a comic, it usually means that I am masturbating and right. The pages will get stuck together. Very sticky. Well, you know, turn the page, you wash your hands. Yeah. I never, I never saw that episode of Rocco. So I missed that. Oh, it wasn't from Rocco. That's just my saying. Oh, that's just your saying? You turn the page, you wash your hands. What is Rocco? Uh, I think I have a verdict for this. Ooh, okay. I, I, uh, so do I, but I'm interested to hear what yours might be. Okay. So so what are, what are we... Give me the breakdown. What are we... We are deciding, is Martina in the wrong for saying to her husband, it's, don't you think it's time to, to cull this collection a little bit? Or just to just to maybe cut it off or minimize it going forward. And I am someone who I sympathize with Tyler in this situation. And I think it's cool and fun to have a big comic book collection. And I, I, it's not the thing that I necessarily do, but I endorse it. And I don't necessarily want him to stop collecting. At the same time, I don't think that Martina is necessarily in the wrong for approaching him about it and wanting to discuss a possible, uh, not an end point, but, you know, again, just a, just a trimming down of some kind or having to think of what a solution maybe could be. And I think there are ways to approach this that would be wrong. And if she had come into this going, it's, you got to stop that would be one thing. But the way that it's laid out, at least in the case file, it sounds to me like she was pretty level-headed and reasonable and open to solutions. And it doesn't sound like she really made any strong demands or anything like that. So from where I'm sitting, while I'm not necessarily siding against Tyler, I also don't really think Martina did anything wrong. So I am going to... I'm going to give her a a non-guilty verdict. Okay. I do agree with a lot of what you're saying. Um, You know, I, I, she did now, did she tell him to get into collecting or doing whatever? Or am I, I might be crossing your story with, yeah, she did encourage him to start again after. after So she did put he he was done he was over <laughs> she 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 told him yes. no it's over for whatever reason he stopped and she said why don't you do that thing you do again and then he said okay let me you know call tom hanks and we'll do that thing we do again right is not the name of the movie whatever yeah <laughs> so she is technically at fault 
for starting his, we'll call it an addiction again, which is really what a collection is. You're addicted to said comic and he doesn't want to stop. He's getting the itches. But, you know, if it is affecting their home life, like if it's like, oh, I used to have a room to go and relax, but now our bed is made of comic boxes. If, you know, I have to, we don't have a, a, a an ottoman anymore. We now have a long box of comics to put our feet on. Sure, maybe there is an issue there, but it's also something that it sounds like it could be discussed as a couple. Like, okay, fine, cut it down to, maybe don't sell your old comics, but maybe cut it down instead of 10, which is a number I think I just made up, 10, do four a week. Or only do the big big editions and or collect books and you know they need to have a sit down and be like maybe when we get our new place we want to have a a garage so or a a shed to put the comics in or a storage facility to feed and help this um this collection because that's really you know that's what you need to do instead of just being like sell them and you know because he did say he didn't want to sell them, which I agree with. I get it. Like down the line, like I'm sure your dad doesn't be like, "Oh, I'm going to sell these tomorrow." He wants to get full value for them, and he wants to walk into this this comic fortress and be like, "Ah, mine." You know, I, I get it. <laughs> I'm split. I don't know. I'm very split wow. between the two. I don't want to say uh, I'm James McAvoy from the film Split. I'm going to have to side with Martina that maybe he does need to figure out a way to do something, maybe not go full on digital, but you know, uh, she is not guilty. Is that what we said? <laughs> All right. So yeah, I think we're both going with a, maybe a kind of a soft, not guilty. Right. Uh, if you know, like now do you, yeah. when it's, when it's soft, do you, where do you measure from then? Well, that's, you don't you don't measure even when it's when it's soft. Oh, you do when it's you don't measure no, when it's soft. No, it's just or best practice okay. to not do it then. Okay. So so what's a good punishment for? <laughs> yeah, we do it. It's, we have to. We have to. I mean, the thing is, I don't really. I'm not really opposed to either of the parties in this case. But right. as judges, it is our official duty now to to sentence poor Tyler to some kind of a punishment. <laughs> You know, I think Tyler, with all the comic boxes and all the comics he has, you know, the comic boxes are very heavy. They're like bricks. I think he should have to build an add-on to his house to store comics out of comic boxes. <laughs> he has to make his 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 man cave out of his comics. Yeah. 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 Okay. Or or you even brought it up. He has to he has to make a hobby out of his hobby. Mm. Make your hobby pay for your addiction, so you can mm. buy a storage unit. You know, do do the Instagram, oh, yeah. do the Facebook. Yeah, make your you know, do something. Make your hobby self sustaining. You can only spend as much on comics as you made on sponsored Instagram posts this week. Right. <laughs> yeah, that could be something. I, I was trying to come up with some like you have to read a, all your comics with peanut butter on your fingers, but the comics did nothing well, to deserve awful. that. At that at that point, just tell them to throw them in the trash. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So I you know, maybe he could also you know to earn money, he can go on like Wiki Feet and take pictures with his comics and his feet. Oh well, I mean, I don't know. His his wife could probably get an OnlyFans started with the comic books and have the comics in the. But why can't he? He could probably do it. Yeah, true. I just think it's easier for the women folk 
in our modern society. Right. Well, you see, what are women? Men are lonelier and more disgusting, <laughs> right? And easier to but manipulate. <laughs> let me introduce a word. In Go on, gay. Mm, no, I think a specifically straight men are lonelier and more disgusting. Oh. <laughs> oh, no, I'm pretty lonely and disgusting, and I'm fairly gay. Well, uh, whether it's fairly or unfairly is another issue entirely. We have given our verdicts and determinations regarding today's case, but if you're watching or listening to this on YouTube or perhaps in your favorite podcast platform, you can oh boy, he's let us stroke. know what you think. That's only when I read comics about today's case. If you have a verdict or not, <laughs> Oi. you can send us an email. Our email address is geeksontrial at gmail.com. That's also where you can right. go to submit your own geeky case, which we will deliberate on the very show you are observing. There's also a handy dandy form in our episode description. So you don't even have to write it all out yourself. The form will tell you exactly what we need to know. And you can get that to us that way. And hey, me and Jonathan have collections that we need to pay money for and shut up. And I collect these vintage cameras. He collects gavels. And a great way you can help us collect and and get more money for collecting is to go to our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash geeks on trial. And you can help support the show for just a few bucks a month because um, we need this is our job. Help us make a living doing this show that you are enjoying because enjoying media for free is theft. And would you print a gun? <laughs> no. Wait, a gun? Yeah, I would. Wasn't it? What is it? Would you print a. You really don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember so what you Would you download is. a car? Is the. Would you download a car? That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> but. Would you? But print a gun. Yeah, I would download. Of course, everyone would. Every single person download would cars. download a car. Every single. <laughs> so, uh, where can we find you and your your collections? If at? you'd like to hear more of me, you can go to at Quince on Twitter, Q U E N C E, where I sometimes tweet things. And I've also been collecting experiences of reading Animorphs books over on my Animorphs podcast, which is called The Yerky Boys. You can find that places. How about you? Oh, uh, well, you can go to my website, ivanhan.com, where you can see all of my past, present, and future things that I'm working on and projects. Or you can go on over to The Snack Guy, that's youtube.com slash The Snack Guy, where I review and collect snacks. <laughs> wow. There. This is great. I l- well, I mean, I guess I, I guess I don't collect them. I eat them. It's, you collect them. That's a collection. I love collecting listeners and viewers and friends. So uh, t- tell your friends, tell tell them about the show. Go review it on iTunes. Give us five stars because then we can collect a bigger family and we'd all be happier. And mostly the two of us would be happier. But I think you, the, right. you the listeners, could too. Well, well, if we grow a community, that community could be happy. It's going to be a happy community of listeners. It's a long shot, but I think it could happen at some point. Thank you, everyone, for for listening or watching so much to the Geeks on Trial, which is who we are. And, of course, you're going to stay tuned for more right here on this very same spot where you got this one. Because we got more geeks coming at you every week (laughs) to be on trial. Uh, My name is Jonathan Estes. And (laughs) I'm Ivan Hahn. And we'll catch you next time. That's the first time. That's the first time what? 